I'm Mirza, and I really wish Cher was my second mom. And I'm Pooja. I'm the biggest Scorpio in Prospect Heights. So true. Do you have problems that you think are really important, but other people don't really want to hear about? These are problems that your therapist has told you to move on from. We're here to give you advice on all of them, from the nothing burger to the everything burger. Like, did you accidentally make eye contact with your boss in the Equinox Steam Room? Scandalous. Do you hate the soap in your in-law's bathroom? Are you afraid to run outside because you have terrible form? Does your boyfriend keep making out with his dog that has terrible breath and then trying to kiss you? Well, if you've experienced any of these problems, you may qualify for our advice. A quick little disclaimer, we are not trained professionals. If you do take our advice, please take with caution. Proceed with caution because we are the, the problem, problem solvers. solvers. Hi, I'm Mariah Carey, upset that Brenda Lee is cannibalizing my holiday income. Oh my gosh. And I am the little elf that holds Mariah Carey's little outfit while she sings in her Christmas special. Oh, I like that. That actually sounds like a fun job. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh That's my gosh. It's so funny that you said Brenda Lee because I was watching YouTube today and I saw her video. Rocking come around up. the Christmas yes. tree. Rocking around the Christmas tree. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> Did you rock around the Christmas tree this year? Oh, I. I love Christmas trees. Mm. You know, I love a tree. In my family, we don't celebrate Christmas. Okay. So we celebrate New Year's. Oh, okay. And nice. but we sort of lump together the whole festivization of it all. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And we get a, a New Year's tree. We always oh, got a New Year's tree growing up. And I would always be the one that picked out the tree. Some years it was fake. Some years it it was real. Mm. And, you know, I would always set it up and I would get like the Christmas curtain. Um, uh, what's uh, is it a curtain? The, the Christmas tree skirt. Uh, Christmas tree skirt. Thank mm -hmm. you. And I would always. He's gay, but not that gay. He's gay, but not that gay. Sorry. And I would get the skirt and I would decorate it. And there's always a star at the top that my mom put a picture of me and my brother in. No. Uh, yeah. That is so funny. And we'd put it at the top. And I was like, Mother, why are you evangelizing us? This <laughs> We're not Jesus Christ. <laughs> Wrong family. Wow, that explains so much. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it really does. Yeah, I, I used to love that. That was a very fun. And some years I would get a tree and I would decorate it while my parents were like traveling or like at work or something and they'd come home and be all set up and I'd be like surprise mm. and that was like a fun little thing that I did that, that little mirrors I did that's so cute yeah. So, yeah I'm curious because your family didn't exactly celebrate Christmas on Christmas time were there things that you were learning in school or like traditions that your classmates would do that you'd come home and be like, I want to do this? Or were you just sort of like, no, we don't do that. It's whatever. Oh, like, do, did I feel like I stuck out at school? Well, no, because like my context is that my family's Hindu. We also, you know, don't actually go to church on Christmas. So we oh, were sure. like doing Chris quote unquote Christmas. But yeah, like we had a Christmas tree growing up. We always had like all the reeds and everything because my mom wanted us to like blend into our very white neighborhood. But at school, Christmas was such a big thing. I went to public school too, which mm -hmm. is wild that they were pushing Christmas on us so much. But yeah, like, what is that about? It's crazy. So like that seems troublesome in elementary school. I don't I bet it doesn't happen as much anymore just because of like how PC culture. Exactly. <laughs> um, in elementary school, 
I have this really distinct memory of them sending us home with like reindeer food. So they were like, okay, the night before Christmas, guys, sprinkle the this food. It was like trail mix. Sprinkle it outside of your house and Santa's reindeers will come. And I was like, okay, I'll do that. So I did it. And my parents were like, get inside. You're going to get a cold. Like oh they were God. like not for it. They did, like didn't even understand what <laughs> I was like, doing. They were like, what the hell is a reindeer? <laughs> yeah, literally. My immigrant parents had no idea. Oh my God. And then- everyone's like, okay, I'm going to write a note to Santa. I'm going to make him cookies. So I put out cookies for Santa in third grade, put out, wrote a letter, like put them on a little platter. And typically what American parents do is they will eat the cookie and make Meant it seem- for Santa? They will make it seem like Santa came, right? Because Santa, Although the whole, yes, because oh. like the whole lore of Santa is that he visits your house, he drops the presents under the tree, he eats a little bit of the cookie, drinks a little of the milk, and then he leaves, right? Love that. So I put the, the cookies out, I put the milk out, I put my letter out to Santa. At this point, okay, I'm in third grade and I'm of, an immigrant family. I knew that Santa wasn't real, but I wanted to believe that Santa was real. When did you stop believing in Santa Claus? The thing is, I don't think I actually ever like quote unquote believed in him because okay. my parents never kept up like that there was a Santa, you know, sure, sure, sure. they would be like, what do you want for Christmas? We will go all go to the mall together and buy it together. And like, are you Santa mom? <laughs> yeah. And that's kind of what it, what it was. And, and, you know, when I was around my friends at school, I knew that there was like a social code. Like you're not supposed to say that Santa is not real because my friends were like, literally I had friends who their parents were like, going through all the theatrics like they would hide the presents and then they would put the presents in the middle of the night under the tree like they wouldn't actually like wow that's a whole charade whole thing i had friends who were getting like puppies on christmas morning like i lived in americana babe like it was crazy how much people were doing christmas i didn't realize it was that wild it was so white like it was that white wow. like literally that wow. white that baptist that christian like it was like people were going so deep into it but the morning after i'd put cookies out for santa i go out there and i'm like just thinking maybe my parents like heard something that in america how you know you're supposed to bite you know take a bite of the, the yeah, cookie. yeah 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 and i went out there and the cookies were not eaten and your little heart was broken my heart was was broken i oh. i my heart turned a little colder that day i will say there is something about the santa claus folklore where yeah. you do wake up on christmas day for those that celebrate and you're like what if yeah. What it's, if? It's the magic of it all. It's the magic of Santa. Yeah. Totally. It's, yeah. And I'll have to say that as I grew up that way, now because my partner is white and American. Scott's white? I know, crazy. What? I know. I've met him many times. Yeah, I know. Oh, he's white? I <laughs> holy hell. <laughs> Same, oh, babe. It took me, hell. took me years to figure that out. <laughs> wow, I need to get my eyes checked. <laughs> Literally, I know. Um, well, I love going to his house at Christmas because I feel like his mom is a magic maker, and like you know, she brings the magic at Christmas. And oh, that's cute. Yeah, and it's interesting because something that I've now, as an adult in my thirties, I'm now like realizing okay this is a lot more 
sad that it is good. <laughs> Christmas you know? is very sad. Yeah. Well, yeah, because when the first couple of years I would go to his house, I would be living for the magic that Miss Carolyn was bringing. You know, you mean Mrs. She- Claus. Yes, exactly. That too. She's Mrs. Claus. She she was the Mrs. Claus of our of the home for sure. Like, you know, putting the pre- presents like I got a stocking my first year there. It was beautiful, like had my name embroidered on it. Like just everything. Fancy. Like exactly. Like it just made me feel all the feelings that I wanted to have as a child. But then recently as I start to think of it like how much labor and burden goes on women in their individual respective homes to like bring the magic and make all the food and do all the stuff. It has kind of made me be like, oh man, I can't relax as much because I'm just thinking about like, oh, I should go help her, you know? Like I can't be sitting here. She's like bringing me hot chocolate. I'm like, I should probably like, you know. Yes, participate absolutely. in this a little more. You I should be an elf. Yeah, exactly. You I need to be, be an elf. elf and I need to be like, yes, I need to participate in being an elf, being an elf for the little grandkids and the family. But it was fun. My first few years, Sarah, I was totally like kid in a candy store. Like I asked her if she would make Christmas cookies with me. Oh. We made sugar cookies, like just all the things. I love that. It was great. No, I never really participated in that, but um, you know, being a Muslim and all, but I, <laughs> um, you know, I can appreciate that it brings adults together to continue the imaginary story of Santa Claus. Totally. Warning, if you're under the age of seven, don't watch this episode. Literally, literally. <laughs> yeah. well, imagine yeah. us being like, this is on YouTube and like, we're the reason that some child finds out that Santa isn't real. Yeah. By listening to this episode or watching it on any platforms, you indemnify the problem solvers yeah. for any emotional damage that may be caused to you or your children. Literally. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm glad that like we're doing a little holiday episode and a little l- year end moment. You know, you know my belief, don't look back, look around. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the year, I do make a little bit of an exception and I love to do a rewind. And I think given our podcast, this should be the Problem Solvers 2023, a messy rewind. Yes. And we look back at the messiest moments of this glorious year of ours messiest problems here we go absolutely okay should we kick it off sure okay so i think we want to identify 10 of the messiest moments from this year and my pick for slot number 10 is ariana debose singing at the bafta awards and i loved that jam Mm -hmm. oh my god Angela Bassett did the thing. Viola Davis, my woman king. Amazing. Incredible. That got people talking. It did. Man, she really got memefied. It was such a, it was a jam. Like, do you feel like she unfairly got turned into a meme or what do you? That was the first big one of the year, I feel. I think that was back in January or February. Mm -hmm. And it was everywhere because I think people were just thrown aback or taken aback from just like, her gall at being able yeah. to perform this while staring these people in the face. Do you know totally. what I'm saying? Like she was saying these women's names while she was like looking at them in this uh, British actor's audience. Do you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, it was funny to see the reactions of the people in the audience and they were like a little taken aback whenever she was saying this so, or when she was singing their names. My favorite part about award shows is the cameras when they pan onto the audience mm-hmm. for their reaction because those people know that they're on 
camera and but they don't know when they're going to be on camera which is funny so the whole thing is a performance by the audience as well because you don't know how the producers are going to cut or edit the reactions yeah and if they catch you slipping like you about to be a meme totally totally (laughs) it's like when nicole kidman's hands they like you know yes that that (laughs) meme of her clapping yes yes oh my god and then it made she she looked like she had the fingers from everything everywhere all at once absolutely paula abdul on american idol crawled so nicole kidman could run with her clap remember paula abdul's clap oh that's so funny (laughs) yeah uh well i don't know i i felt kind of bad for ariana devose because i do feel like people were making fun of her versus like laughing with her i agree i agree that's why it was messy yeah it was messy in that way but you know it I don't think she did anything wrong. So I think maybe this is a case of like any like all press is good press. You know, I think she used it to her advantage really wisely. And she was able to get more appearances and I think gigs from it. So more power to her. Go off. Yeah. All right. Do you want to pick slot number nine? Sure. So next thing that happened this year. Yeah. This year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So another thing that happened in 2023 was potential ban on TikTok. Oh, la, la. Oh, Lord. Oh, la, la. How am I going to go to bed? Yeah. How am I going to go to sleep? I TikTok for five hours before bed. <laughs> yes. People who were drinking from the teat of Mother TikTok were very upset. I, I was upset. I yeah. was very upset. I think Montana banned it, like, mm. potentially. I think they did. But... I mean, listen, I've spoken on this podcast many times, my addiction to TikTok and how it's kind of rewired my brain Mm -hmm. and the way that I process information generally Mm -hmm. and has made me unable to watch long form content. Yeah. (laughs) Like I wake up and I'm immediately thinking in TikTok form, which is what they want, but also troubling probably at some level. Yeah. No, I don't know. How many hours did you log on TikTok this year? Not as much as Instagram, I would say. I think I have I have my moments with TikTok. I don't think I'm as addicted to TikTok as I am Instagram, for sure. Fair. Like, I, I use TikTok as if I am using, like, a YouTube, maybe, you know? Nice. Like, I'm going on there to, like, watch things. I definitely get into a... I can go into, like, a cycle where I'm pull, sucked in and I'm yeah. watching for, like, over an hour. That's it? You're so over, I'm saying over okay, an hour. Over. I'm saying over. I'm an like hour. over three hours. Like no, let's keep going. <laughs> fair, but I think Instagram is the one app that is just has me in a chokehold. It really, yeah. Is it the stories? Is it the posts? Is it the, the DMs? Which element? It's all of it. It's all of the above. I'm checking people's stories. I'm you know responding to DMs. Yep. I'm scrolling. I don't think I enjoy scrolling as much just because I get served. So much content that is not even my friends. It's sponsored. I know. And it's like three days late, which is weird to me, too. Like Oh, the, the timeline, the chronology of, of so, it all. Yes. I feel like I see, I constantly see posts that are three days late. And then when I post something, I notice that I get likes on it like four days later. And I'm like, fuck, I guess this is when it's hitting people. Like, yeah, all right. It's very strange. So, I don't know, though. I just feel like it's like checking email for me. It's like, oh, I'll never know if like someone DMs me, like, is there going to be an opportunity? Right, Am right, I going right. to get booked for a show? Is someone going to reach out to me? Like, it's just that. I, I don't, get it. I don't like it. I think that probably 2024 is the year that I 
get more into TikTok. Yes. In terms of making them. I think you should. And I think we should make more together. We should. We Assuming should. it doesn't get banned, which knock on wood, I hope it doesn't. Um, it doesn't. But man, the thing about the CEO is he's one handsome guy. He's actually a very good looking man. Yes. yes. He's 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 fit. He's got a great smile. He's active. He's totally. like he's like young, like trying to get with the kids. Definitely. But it was so funny. I feel like I saw so many TikToks around that time of people just being like, they can't take this away from us. During the congressional hearings. Yes, Remember totally. when he went on Capitol Hill? Oh, and everyone was like glued to their phone. Yeah. Every influencer flew into Washington, D.C. and totally. was just like, cannot ban. It was actually such a genius campaign. Yeah. It was a genius campaign. Um, yeah. Um, okay. So coming in at number eight on the top Problem Solvers, Messiest Moments of the Year, to me, should be the Barbie movie marketing campaign. Mm, okay. And the reason that I say this is not a judgment on the movie itself, but is on just the sheer amount of marketing mm -hmm. that happened with that movie. I could not walk a single block in New York without seeing that specific hue of pink and also Margot Robbie's face on a poster. At first, I was very annoyed. At yeah. first, I was like, I don't need to see this. I'm not going to go see it. I'm annoyed. And then it became almost like a comfort that I was lulled into on my commute to wherever I was going. I was like, there's that big wraparound. There's that subway takeover. There's totally. that billboard. Well, here's this new partnership with the most obscure brand. I'm like, totally. damn, they were working an overtime on those. Literally. It's like, here's the Barbie movie partnership with Harry's razors. I'm like, yeah. that doesn't make sense. Yeah. Here's, <laughs> here's Barbie underwear. Here's Barbie. I was, I was annoyed at the beginning. And then that annoyance transcended into awe mm -hmm. and then I was impressed and then I went to go see the movie <laughs> it worked yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like that hundred million dollars worked real well yeah or however big true. that budget was yeah Barbie took over our summers in a big way yeah did you watch it I did, yeah. Oh, good, good. Did you? I did, yes. Yeah, I did. I liked it. It was pretty good. I actually saw it twice. Really? Wow. The marketing enough. worked two x on you. I know. Well, <laughs> I, I like went again with like Scott and his sisters, and who had they hadn't seen it, so I was like, okay, I'll see it again. But it was actually fun to see it again because the first time I saw it, I was like late. Okay, ten minutes late. Unsurprising. Unsurprising. I was a few minutes late to the movie the first time I saw it, and then I was so. You know, like when you're in a movie theater and just like the vibe of the person next to you is like distracting. Oh, you've mentioned this before, but also I feel like your tolerance for distraction is maybe maybe low. Says the person who's addicted to TikTok. But I but fair. Yes, that's true. No comment. Well, <laughs> no, comment. no, it's true. I don't know. It was just like weird. I feel, the woman next to me was like on my armrest. And oh, I don't way. like that. It was like way too close to me. And I think I just was like. I don't know, trying to figure out how to navigate it the whole time. But yes, I saw saw the movie the first time at a 2 p.m. on a Tuesday. That was the only time that was free. Hashtag and I was like, your unemployed friend on a Tuesday. Totally. I was like, thank God I am unemployed right now because that's the only time I can see Barbie is 2 p.m. on a Tuesday. That yeah. movie was so freaking... Go up, girl. Go yeah, up. Yeah, literally. I love that. Oh, yes. my gosh. Okay, no. well... No. Congrats to that cast and to that marketing crew. Yeah, and they're like now, just now, getting to... Um, um, like actually do press around it yes. in, in a big way. Okay. Um, 
Another messy problem that happened this year yes. was the Titanic submersible. Oh, yes. Are oh, we my surprised gosh. that a bunch of billionaires made it our problem to spend money to find them? Oh, there's just so much, just so many, un so many layers to this onion, to this Titanic submersible onion. There's the socioeconomics of it all. There's the Titanic of it all. There's the exploration of it all. There's the mediafication of it all. It's complicated and uh, it's quite honestly very messy. So this is a good, good candidate. Um, when I heard about it, I honestly did not care at first, like before it sort of blew up into the mm -hmm. big thing that it became. And I think, speaking of another messy moment from this year, I think what was to blame for it blowing up so much was TikTok. Oh, yeah. I yeah. think TikTok is the reason that it blew up because so many people like were making content about were it. making content about it. I saw so many TikToks that were animations of what it looked like to be on the submersible when it imploded. Oh, God. And yeah. it was like the the body snapped in half in 0.2 seconds and like it you know it was instantaneous mm -hmm. and they were liquefied into fish food to me one of the most messiest things about the titanic submersible was the way that people talked about the death of other humans yes and we're like counting down you know like yeah. there was like a huge genre of content around that came out of this was like or like a huge yeah like I guess I don't even know a huge subsection of content that was happening yeah. about the submersible was like the countdown clock of how much oxygen the people would have left on board. I didn't like that. I didn't like that either. I thought that was so like, oh, just like let those people sink or explode or I don't know. Like it they signed the waiver like that's it is what it is. I don't think we should be like glorifying it. It was a little or, morbid. It was yeah, a little it was morbid. extremely morbid that we were like drawing so much media attention to their death. Like, sure, like maybe we can try to find them, I guess. But why are we like after it was clear that there was no ability to actually rescue them? There was just like constant co countdown clocks. Like, can you imagine being the producer in the newsroom who's just like, all right, I guess I'll put this countdown clock of like when these people are going to die. Like what? No, it's wild. It's I didn't like it. And I also another element of that that I didn't like was how people used and I'm not defending or whatever, but people used kind of those the people's wealth kind of to almost like devalue their um, death. If that mm. I don't I don't know just another billionaire doing crazy things, uh, you do you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, I, I, mean, I guess I guess take the money and the wealth out of it. But it's like there were still people, and that was like messy to me. The people were kind of saying, "Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Complicated. It was a complicated. It was very complicated. I shouldn't have taken up so much airtime or money. I agree. I would imagine. I yeah. agree. I, I agree. It yeah. it, sh it absolutely should not have. Um, yeah, it was messy. Okay, well. Uh, another messy moment coming in at number six from 2023 is the airplane lady. Yes. Who so said to remind everybody that motherfucker back there is not real. Okay. I feel like I was very late to this. And every time I see it, I'm still not, you know, I didn't see it the first, like when it actually happened, you know what I'm saying? Well, she didn't see it clearly either. She didn't see she anything. Conveniently for, you know, now there's all these conspiracy theories about well, what happened. Well, like, can you break it down for me? Because 
like sure. I said, at the time. I'll walk you through it. Yeah. Can you get like do some ground setting here? Because okay. like I don't quite yeah. know. Okay. So on. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna play it all out for you. Okay. Okay. Imagine it's a Delta flight and it's on the runway. It, the plane has boarded and they have not left the gate yet. Okay. Mm -hmm. And everyone's seated. You're like midway up on the seat. Yeah. Uh, you're midway up on the plane yeah. and you're on the window seat of the f last row of um, the first row of economy before first class. Yes. yes okay. okay. And you've got your phone and all of a sudden you see this woman coming down the aisle and she's got her finger and she's pointing. And she's like, I'm telling you right now that motherfucker, that motherfucker back there is not real. And she's pointing to the back of the plane where she came from, where she was sitting. She's like, and you can believe it or you can't, but I don't give two fucks. I'm not staying because I'm not dying with like saying that kind of stuff. No, no. And this is all being recorded, obviously, because we're in the TikTok age mm -hmm. and it's all being posted. And she's like, I'm getting off this plane. And then she gets off the plane and all these people are like still on the plane and they're just like, yeah, get off, crazy lady. Right. But then all these conspiracy theories popped up on TikTok of like, what is she referring to? Who is she traveling with? Who's not real? Why is she scared for her safety? And then nobody knew the context. That's all that people knew was that video. Mm -hmm. All these people just had videos of her running down the aisle being like, that mother. Yeah. So everybody on TikTok was like, what's happening? What's happening? Dig, dig. And it, all these conspiracies started coming out. Yeah. And then it was like two, three months later, it had kind of gone silent. Then a video from the body cam of the police officer in the airport after she got off of the airplane was released. And she's sitting at the window looking out at the plane. She's like, I need you to tell me if that plane lands. I need you to tell me if that plane makes it. Like, I'm very worried. I'm very worried. And the police officer was like, I, you, need you, you need to leave the airport. Yeah. Because you're, but she's like, I need you to tell me if that plane makes it to its destination. And then she gets escorted out. And the whole time she's like, I'm worried. And she's like looking back or whatever. And that gets released two months later. Mm -hmm. And then people are like, holy hell. Like, what was like, she what, worried what? about? And then all these conspiracies of like, like there was an alien or there was like a government official or a CIA person or something on the plane. Right. Like all these. And like, it's engrossing because we just like don't know. Yeah. Right. And then um, and then another couple months go by. But that's all the context that you have is that first video that goes viral on the plane and then that the body cam footage of her in the airport. Mm -hmm. Then she starts doing media interviews. Oh, no. And she and the this um, inspires more conspiracy theories because in the media interviews, she looks different than she does on the plane. <laughs> like she's totally dolled up. She almost looks like a completely different person. Oh, and everybody's like, what is happening? Like, that's not the same she woman. She got body snatched. She got, she got body replaced or whatever. Yeah. So then more conspiracy theories are popping up or whatever. And then interviewers, she goes on like some podcasts and they're like, well, what did you see? And she's like, I didn't really see anything. The guy next to me, um, his arm was on my armrest and he stole my AirPods. And that's what she said. And then that inspires more people online to be like, she's lying. She got replaced. And that's what they told her to say, oh, because gosh. why would you make such a scene and then ask why if the plane landed safely? Right. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we don't really know. And she's done more and more interviews where she's like, I'm really sorry. I'm embarrassed. I was a little drunk and I mixed something with a drug. And like, it just caused me to like spiral like this. And people are like, no, we don't believe you. Like, why would you say those kinds of things? You know, what do you believe? 
I don't know what to believe, which is why this is such a messy moment. Mm-hmm. Like I do. Part of me is like, yeah, she was probably like she probably mixed some wine, which we all sometimes drink on flights to mm-hmm. calm down. And like maybe she popped, you know, a sedative to mm-hmm. like and, you know, that com- combination of things can f- react differently in different people, you know. Right. So I think part of me is like it's probably that like the the pragmatic and reasonable part of me is like, that's what happened. But the other part of me that 10 to 15% that's like, what could it be? I'm like, it was an alien or like a shapeshifter. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. That's like, I'm engrossed by it. My TikTok feed was full of that. That's so funny. And people did like artist renditions. People made art that sold for lots of money at auction of like <laughs> the scene on the, it was like a crazy thing. I, I was super into it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, wow. So I hope you enjoyed that walkthrough of the whole yeah. cycle. Yeah. That's, that sounds about right. You know, some video with no context goes online and then people start making conspiracy theories and then the original person just ends up being like, oh, I was just a little drunk and, yeah. you know, it was a nothing burger. Yeah. And the thing is, like, the woman, I think, was a senior level marketing executive at some company. Like, she wasn't this, like, you know... I don't know. Like, did she lose her job? I don't know. I hope not, but yeah. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I'm just engrossed by the whole gray areas of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So mm, maybe we should have her on as a guest. Oh my. Okay, T- Tiffany Gomez, you're invited oh. <laughs> on the Problem Solvers. We will ask the tough questions, and we want to know what happened on that plane. <laughs> <laughs> I love. All right. So next thing that happened that we're going to have on our list of messy problems is celebrities throwing microphones. Okay. Oh, no. Don't throw yours at me. <laughs> I know. Thank God this is bolted into it's the wall. It's bolted into the wall. I can't go my Oh, far. my gosh. So something happened this summer where a fan or hater or just someone who has no manners was at a Cardi B concert. Yes. And she threw like... Truly a Route 44 size. <laughs> it was huge. Drink. It was huge. Like launched it at Cardi B. And reflexively, Cardi B, like just the microphone flew out of her hand. I'm not even going to say that Cardi B hit the woman because I'm just going to say it flew out of her hand and hit the woman on the head. For legal reasons. For we legal don't know reasons, where it landed. I don't know, <laughs> you know, what intent. But yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I think that. I'm if someone threw a drink at me and I was doing my job, I'm the microphone might fall fly out of my hand too. It might slip. And yeah, I I I I don't want to be performing on a stage and to have someone throw something at me. No. I'm sure you can understand this being a stand-up comedian. Like if someone threw something at you on the stage, you would like one be upset and two be like, I'm going to find you. <laughs> you yeah. Know? Yeah. Like you you're not about that. And you know, sh- you just don't know, especially when you're a mega star like Cardi B, you might have like a stalker or like crazy fans or something, God mm-hmm. forbid, that are like, I'm going to do something to like, you know, you just never know. Yeah. And I think that's scary. So I think she was right to be angry. I'm not a fan of violence. I don't advocate hurting or throwing things at people in either direction. But she instinctually reacted with what was in her hand, which ended up you know, which was a microphone, a heavy, yeah. heavy microphone. Totally. Yeah. Did it happen with anyone else this year? There was somebody else. I forget who. Um, I'm not I don't remember who the other person was, but there was a couple. And I remember that was there was a couple of messy moments well, around microphones. I think really what it was was like. Like something that was happening this year was 
people were throwing things at performers yes. on stage. That's real messy. I don't think that necessarily folks were throwing things back every single time. No. But yeah, I saw like BB Rexa like got Yes, she got hit in the eye. Yeah, with like a cell phone. Yes. I love BB Rexa. I don't I couldn't tell you one song she sings, to be um, honest. I um I'm blue, Dada. No, that's the wrong. No, what the? <laughs> no, no, I'm good. I'm good, Dada. You know, okay. Anyway. Really? Is that it? Yeah. And I'm feeling a lot. That's her. Is that really that's her? That's BB Rex and Calvin Harris. Yes, I'm good and I'm feeling a lot. Wow, the Croatian beach club is coming out. Yeah, I know a beat. I know a beat or two. I know a beat or two. <laughs> oh okay, god. from my time at the beach clubs. Oh my god! I grew okay. up on the beach clubs. Okay, right. we should. Um, all right, yeah, we'll, we'll keep going through twelve minutes. Okay. Um, all right, coming in at number four from. Sorry. Well, that was a messy. Mo no, I'm just kidding. Um, coming in at number four uh, of the messiest moments of 2023 is the Lizzo scandal. I love Lizzo's music. I saw her in concert in at Brooklyn Steel um, a few years ago, and I just like had an amazing time at her concert. I loved her positive positive messaging and all of that. And it was unfortunate what happened to her with like the accusations and then like this weird like fumble of apology and things like this. Um, I I wish the best for her, um, but it was a bit of a messy moment for the music industry this year mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah i feel confused by that whole situation because so much of what happens is like so much of what happens in a quote-unquote scandal is like someone will release a statement yep. and then we'll like make an opinion on the statement and then we don't actually know the other side of the story right. so i didn't know like her side of this like of course i i'm still a little confused by the details of that and i don't think it's any of my business no. frankly i'm just like i hope that no one got hurt i hope everyone's okay but i did feel like you know lizzo was this kind of like unproblematic bay and now like I, it just seemed like a tough Tough moment for her. That's a good way. Yeah, a tough moment. Yeah, a tough I, moment in the public eye. Of yeah, I think it was a, a, a yeah, it was a tough moment in the public eye, just because it like what I think what was being said was maybe counter to like what her image was or yeah. whatever or yeah. is still. I don't know. Yeah, it was a messy moment. We don't know the details, nor can we discuss them for legal reasons. But <laughs> <laughs> we wish her well, and we wish um, you know resolution. Uh, the next messy moment was. Trump getting indicted. Oh dear. Yeah. Oh dear. This I mean this was a this was a big one. I when I when you say that, I immediately think of the mugshot. I think of the mugshot. You know what's so wild to me is that he has gotten into so many legal issues over the course of like 4 years and even just when he was in office that mm -hmm. like I feel like I forget like exactly what he was going down for this time around. You know, it's yeah. like, I, I know in, gen in general, like I remember him storing all of the classified files in his oh freaking bathroom. Yes, it was like toilet reading for him. Yes, yeah. wild. But I don't know. I just, like, what is even America? I don't know. It's It's insanely messy the past few years politically, overall, really, and culturally. And, and we are and about to go in, sorry. And economically. Yeah. And we're about to go do it again. 
Yeah, I'm not looking forward to another election year, I have to say. I really try to tune it out at this point. I know that that's not the way you should be and you should be politically involved and all of that. But I'm going to vote like I do every election. But I, I can't listen to the narratives and the back and forth because it gets messy and it's hard to have conversations with people about it. Yeah, and I think it can be tough, like, I think for sure we should all be voting. We should all be like encouraging others to vote and we should be volunteering our time to get out the vote. Yes. I think those are things we can do. Please go vote. Things that we might not have to do is like listen to a, a political podcast every day. You don't need to listen to a political podcast, but you do need to listen to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It'll be a good distraction. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, it's like I don't want to necessarily advocate for like apathy or being so tuned out. But like you have to protect your peace. Like we're so young. That's what I'm we saying. We need yeah. to like, yeah, like we need to preserve and keep our energy up because we have hopefully have much life left to live and yes we can't let the 2024 election be the thing that sends us over to the edge you no know, there's many more messy moments beyond 2024 to anticipate yes so just prepare for that okay coming in at the number two messiest moment of 2023 is men thinking about the roman empire Oh, my gosh. Yes. And so everybody knows, you know, what the Roman Empire, they probably know what the Roman Empire is. But there was a trend. Of course, it's TikTok based mm -hmm. where uh, girlfriends would ask their boyfriends, hey, how often do you think about the Roman Empire? And a lot of them would say every day. Yeah. And that's how the trend started. Yeah. And people and women particularly were very confused as to how men thought about the Roman Empire so frequently. Yeah. Like, what would you say your Roman Empire is? What is it that I think about a lot that nobody else probably would think about? Yeah. Mm -hmm. How the back of my head looks. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. I would say that's my Roman Empire. Because <laughs> I've been rent to filth on this podcast for my hair. Oh my God. And it activated something inside of me. <laughs> that is so funny. And I and I will say, yes, when we started the podcast, the literally the very first clip that we released, people were coming for your hair in a way that I was like, whoa. Nobody ever came for my hair before. And now it's all over the news. Like I yeah, don't get it. <laughs> that was so honestly funny, but like like crazy to me it was wild it, yeah. that's because people are like micro analyzing these social clips yeah. and it's like move on with your life like let's talk about something. but now i can't move on from it because it's my roman empire oh. so i think about the back of my hair on head all the time wow i love that <laughs> I'm like walking down the street i'm like how does the back of my head look right now like, <laughs> from the back vantage point i don't know <laughs> <laughs> what would you say is your roman empire so last year I got my couch professionally cleaned, like steam cleaned by the service who I found actually on TikTok. They do like those before and afters. Yes. And yes. they do they do a really good job. But a big part of like why I actually even enjoy their content aside from their cleaning was yes. just like how fascinating it was to see the before and after of someone's couch. Was it wet? Was it power wash? Yes. Yeah. Okay. It's like a and steam. Then it dries. Yeah. It's like a steam clean situation wow and they suck out all the dirt and everything when they do it do you see like a clear difference between where they're doing it and like the app before yes from the videos i did see that 
because I found them on TikTok and because I see them do content on all of the, their clients' couches, I was assuming that they were going to be doing content around my couch. And I just was kind of preparing myself for that. I was like, yeah, if I'm scrolling on TikTok and if I see my couch in my living room, then I should just be okay with that, I guess. Because yeah. that seems to be their thing. Like you were expecting some exposure post-cleaning. Yeah, I don't know. It's just something. But then... I, I forgot about it, uh, you know, a couple of months. And then literally today mm-hmm. I went back to their TikTok account and I was like, wait, did they ever post my couch? And they didn't. Oh, no. And so I think my Roman Empire is why didn't they post my couch? <laughs> Honestly, that's fair. You know, like what happened? It got lost. They posted it on private. I don't know. Well, well, close friends. (laughs) Totally, totally. So I wonder. I wonder what the reasoning was. But I mean, it's like totally fine that they didn't do that because it's you know you just can't stop thinking about it. Yeah, I just can't. I'm like, I'm like, I wonder what could have ever happened. Oh my god, they probably posted it on close friends and were like, we've never seen a couch this This dirty. dirty. (laughs) Totally okay. That's fine. I got it secondhand, but it was CB two, so I couldn't let it go. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Um, that would also keep me thinking about it. I'd yeah, be like, was it that bad? Like, totally. you see these for a living? Was I an outlier? Was I an extreme? Yeah, they like <laughs> instead of posting it, they actually contacted the CDC to be like, "We have found a new specimen." Like, please look at this address. Keep tabs on it. Set up surveillance. Literally, <laughs> <laughs> monitor air monitoring. Literally, <laughs> I love that. Oh my god. Uh, well. The time has come to reveal what the problem solver's messiest moment of 2023 is. You ready to reveal it? Mm-hmm. All right. The messiest moment of 2023 was aliens. aliens. Hello. Hey, they exist. They exist. The government literally said so. They said so. Someone who worked there said so. Someone I'm. Bill hello, Clinton my... probably said something. <laughs> <laughs> Our alien brothers and sisters, what do you guys know? Okay, I'm sure they've figured out so much that we haven't. I know, you know, and I really do. I've I'm also on space TikTok, Mm -hmm. so I get a lot of space content. And what I've surmised from my various space TikTok content is that we sit in a very remote, almost suburban part of the universe. Oh, okay. Like we are like in the the bum hills of Indiana <laughs> in um in the universe. Mm-hmm. And like there are like Manhattans of stars and solar systems elsewhere. Oh wow. So we're in sort of this like remote place where not a lot of traffic if you will is so we get visited infrequently allegedly fair and they come and visit us and they're like what the hell is this yeah they're like everyone is ugly and poor here and they don't live two hundred and fifty thousand years yeah totally (laughs) they only live 84 years what totally (laughs) what do you think the aliens have figured out that we don't Oh, I think fire. Yeah, I think longevity, um, how to turn off the TV without the remote next to you, like how to, you know, like defrost the windows on your car without gassing it up for 15 minutes beforehand. Do you know what I'm saying? Like how to easily get back into your home when you've lost your keys, like without crawling to the window. I feel like they've discovered all these different things that we have yet as a human race to figure out. I agree completely. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that they're kind of laughing at us, unfortunately. Absolutely. I would 
would be laughing at us too. I'm laughing at us and I'm, I'm one la- of us. Exactly. I'm like, ha ha ha, this sucks. Yeah, literally. Why are we here? Yeah, like what? Literally the motto of 2023 was like, aliens, please take us with you. Literally, I feel like instead of being scared, everyone was like, save us. Literally everyone saw it as an out. Yeah. Everyone was like, oh, okay. Can they pick us up? Yes. Oh, it's amazing. Um, no, that definitely was the messiest moment of 2023. Mm-hmm. Love it. Maybe one day we'll 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 meet them. And I hopefully, hope so. I hope hope hopefully in 2024 we get to meet some aliens. In 2024, I hope we get to meet some aliens, and I hope it's not like Mars Attacks. Oh my gosh, same. <laughs> that would be unfortunate. <laughs> well, Mirrors, this has been so fun going through some messiest moments, some problems of the years. Yes. There, there's quite a few. We really had to, you know, call it down to just 10. I know. So I'm sure that there are many that we missed because it has been a very active year. Yes. As it typically is. Absolutely. Tell us in the comments what you think with the messiest moment of 2023 was. Absolutely. Oh, I had such a good year doing this podcast with you. I can't believe that we started this together. I know. And here we are. Here we are still doing it. I know. It's like we keep going even though they tell us stop. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Literally behind the booth. They're like, you can stop. Exactly. They're like, you please don't come back. Yeah, actually. they're like, it's OK. It's fine. Yeah. No, I'm very happy that we are, you know, going you know, with this and we've had such a successful year with it and I'm excited to see what we cook up in 2024. Yeah. yeah. And to everyone who listened, thank you so much. We saw our Spotify wrapped. It was so fun to see all of the listeners. The coolest thing, 46 countries in 46 countries from Yemen to the Yucatan Peninsula. Love it. So if you listen to the podcast this year, thank you so much. I wish I could kiss you on the mouth consensually, of course. Uh, drop she's, me, germ- she's not germaphobic now. No, <laughs> drop me a DM and and we will schedule a time to make that happen. <laughs> oh okay, she's asking, she's soliciting mouth to mouth kisses via DM. <laughs> Scott that, said it's okay. Okay. Are, we're in a desperate the, state here at the end. All, no, all, all, the, all in the name of the podcast. All in the name. We will be back bi-weekly in 2024. So... Be on the lookout. Our next episode will be on January 10th. Yes. And we love you and we love doing this podcast. And it's not for lack of love that we're going bi-weekly. It's just because we're got other shit to do. Absolutely. (laughs) So remember... We hope you had a good year. Maybe it was messy in 2023, but in 2024, we hope you can get to say... Another problem solved. solved. Hey, did you like that episode? Well, if you did, please rate it five stars on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you listen to this episode. And make sure to come back every Wednesday for brand new episodes of The Problem Solvers. See you then. 